Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello and welcome back. Wasn't part one of this conversation fabulous? I'm so excited to welcome you back to part two. As you know, in our previous episode, we had part one of this conversation and now you're going to be listening to part two. So let's get started. Most people look at their watch. They say three o'clock, right? And I joke around at that, right? So you kind of have to address that group that are in debt. And there's a couple of things you need to do. Number one, make them feel they're not alone, mm-hmm. right? Make them feel like, because unfortunately when you're in debt, you feel like you're the only Canadian in debt, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure you're not statistically, and, and misery loves company. There's some of your employees that are paycheck to paycheck. So again, this deals with the budgeting and all these different things because some people budgeting is the issue, something else. So you got to deal with that. Some people are saving money, Joyce, and they have no idea what their money is doing. We had one lady come to our event a few years ago. She goes, I got a million dollars with my financial advisor. I said, great. What do you pay them? She goes, oh, I don't think I pay them. I think the bank pays them. I go, no, you absolutely are paying them. She didn't know. Right? And some people are saving money and doing everything right, but they want to go to the next level. So I think when it comes to that innovation and all those different you know, specific uh, topics you brought up, it's not really a one size fits all. It's kind of it's kind of a la carte a little bit where you got to pick certain yes. things and add them in. But I can absolutely assure you, Joyce, innovation is absolutely innovative to bring this in. All the big companies, like we're about to do a massive deal with the Canadian Armed Forces. They work with the RCMP, the NPF, like the NHL, the OHL, the CFL. They're all adding financial literacy. In. And, and it, as I said, I don't think it's six o'clock at the nightclub, it's around 7 30. But in a few <laughs> years, it's going to be 11 o'clock. It's going to be booming. And then Rich Academy is going to be everywhere. We know that. Absolutely. Absolutely, Kevin. Let me just uh, reach into our viewers. Welcome here. This is Joyce O'Dinison. And you are looking at <clears throat> the What's Happening at Work show. And my guest here is Kevin and Cochran of Renewed Academy. And we're talking about financial wellness. Take a look at this video to learn more about what we do and our shows upcoming as we prepare for the Global Workplace Wellness Summit. Welcome, welcome. This is Tracy Dedison at interpersonalwellness.com. I want to tell you about my new show. So about a year and a half ago, over just over a year, I ran Office Hours. That was my LinkedIn Live show. But we have changed things up here at, at Interpersonal Wellness Services Inc. And we're now launching wellness conversations. So if you have a topic on wellness, or you know someone who could be a great speaker on wellness conversations. This is the wellness conversations that happen at work. That sh- Amen. All right. So welcome back with my guest, Kevin Cochran. And we are talking about the financial wellness and the importance of financial literacy for employees, for their families, for our co-workers, our society, and 
Kevin from Enrich Academy have put together immense content on financial wellness. And today, Kevin is also going to be a speaker at the Global Workplace Wellness Summit coming up September 28th and 29th. And one of the things we're doing is giving people the tools to stay well in all the areas of their life. So as we focus in on financial wellness today, I want to invite Kevin back to uh, tell us what are <clears throat> three or four things that we can do today to improve our financial wellness or financial literacy and uh, be able to be successful. Yeah, thanks. Uh, great question, Joyce. You know, there's a few things that you can do right off the bat is you can, you know, understand what your net worth is, right? And I know that's in its basic form because it's interesting. I'll, I'll get um, people, employees come up to me and I'm freaking out about money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I can't sleep at night. I'm like, okay, calm down. And they're all panicky. Understand, And I understand that. And uh, I, I asked him, well, what's your net worth? I'm like, what are you worth right now? Like, I don't even know what my net worth is. I have no idea. I'm like, okay, so I don't care if it's even negative. They're like, I don't even know. So they don't know what their net worth is. And I asked him, well, how much do you want to retire on? Do you need $500,000 invested at a 6% return, $30,000 a year passive income? Like, what do you want? I don't even know. So you don't know where you are and you don't know what the finish line looks like. And I always say, well, like that right there is where a lot of the anxiety comes with when it comes to finances, right? You look at your GPS on your phone, it only works when it has two pieces of information. It needs to know where you are and where you want to go. Like a GPS doesn't work without it. And then it actually builds you a route to go from A to Z, right? From front to back. And uh, and uh, I don't know if anybody's ever been driving somewhere uh, using your GPS and you know, you're know you driving to the location and it tells you estimated time of arrival, any police traps, speed traps, it tells you all that. Seems like the exits are coming really slow. You're having a great conversation with your partner or spouse and then all of a sudden you lose connection your battery on your phone dies whatever happens and the next thing you realize you don't know where you are and now it seems like the exits are coming quicker and you ask your wife or partner or spouse do i take this exit this is this exit i'm freaking out what are we going to do and you had all this certainty and calmness and then you have no certainty and you're panicky and i find that that's how most people are when it comes to their money it's a very similar emotion uh and and that's why we have to look and be people like, well, you know, should I buy Bitcoin? I buy Bitcoin, I buy some cannabis stock. What do we do to get out of this? And so that's why I think it's important. Number one is to, to network track. Uh, you know, that's the first thing you can do. Uh, the second thing is you understand all the debt you have, if you have any. Uh, so if you are paying interest on debt, cause it's interesting, people have debt and I go, what interest are you paying on your debt? They're like, I have no idea. So excuse me, understand the debt that you have. Uh, and interest alongside it because it's amazing sometimes when you just write down all your debt and I have $10,000 with a credit card debt I'm not paying off at 11% interest. I have $8,000 with a credit card debt at 19% interest. I got a line of credit at $6,000 at three, uh, 5%. So you got to understand all this stuff. Then you can start prioritizing your debt and maybe learn how to consolidate it at a lower interest rate There's there's or, or there's many different options there. Uh, the third thing is I would do is I want to understand – uh, the um, if you have a financial advisor, and just to be clear, we don't have a horse in this race. We do not manage money at Enrich Academy. We don't tell you what to buy, and we certainly don't manage money. And I think that's really important to know because then people understand we're not taking them down a path to you know. Uh, if we manage money at Enrich Academy, it makes us biased, which we we aren't. But you certainly should know what your fees are attached to your mutual funds. I don't care if your financial advisor was for some of your mom used. 
I don't care if it's a family member. I don't care if it's your best friend. You better understand the fees attached to your mutual funds and, and ETFs and all that. And that's what Enrich Academy does. We teach you how to read your financial statement because most people don't understand that. They don't even know what a financial statement. They don't know how to read it. It's like it's like literally that financial statement that you get with your investments. That's the that's that's your golden ticket to retirement. But what most Canadians don't understand is that our mutual fund fees are atrociously high and they eat up nearly 40% of all of our savings. Not 10%, I'm talking 40%. We had one nurse come to our program. She had $350,000 with her advisor and she was 45 years old. She's from Mississauga, Ontario. And I said, I looked at her investments. I go, yeah, you're paying a, a fee of 2.7%. And she goes, yeah, that's not bad. I'm getting 97%. They get two. And I go, no, that's not how it works, man. I said, you have to understand that 2.7% of $350,000, you are paying $9,450 in, in fees to your financial advisor, their brokerage, and mutual funds every year. Plus, you want to get paid. And I said, based on this, at $350,000 at $45,000, $350,000 invested at $45,000, by the time you're 65, right? I said, at a 6% return, that three fifty dollars should grow to $1.1 million. But that fee of 2.7%. Is going to eat up four hundred and fifty thousand dollars of your investments, right? And she had no idea. I said, "Yeah," and we got her MERs down to one point one because we have a financial advisor interrogation kit. Put three hundred thousand dollars back in her pocket over the next thirty years. Yeah, thirty years, uh, twenty years. Excuse me, twenty years. As uh, she's forty five, sixty five. So yeah, that first number one network track. Number two is understand your debt. Number three is understand the investment, the fees you're paying on your investment, and number four is uh, learn how to start generating some level of. Uh, of uh passive income like buying first investment property dividend paying stock stuff like that those would be the four things i would tackle immediately those are great advice kevin because uh, you know what they say knowledge is power right the more we know the more we can do the more we can protect ourselves and i love that you're taking that time and you're out there uh, really evangelizing and telling everyone how important it is to understand these things and to put them in place for their own health and well-being and financial well-being because that's so, so important. Joyce, well, let me ask you a question, Joyce. Let's talk about understanding debt because I didn't know what this when I wrote the program. This is my let's this is understanding our debt, right? See this? That's my Royal Bank Visa card right there. You can see my name on it. This month, I spent eleven thousand dollars on my credit card. I want to see. I want people to see that because it's as real as it gets. See eleven thousand. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. If you're making minimum payments on this World Bank credit card at nineteen percent interest, how long do you think it would take to pay off this credit card? This is our largest bank in Canada. How long do you think it would take to pay off eleven thousand making minimum payments? Ten years, fifteen years, twenty. Well, like, what would you guess? Oh, I would imagine maybe thirty years. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to show you the back. And this is what I mean, why every company needs to offer this education, because if you don't think this is stressing your employees out, it actually tells you on your statement, it would take you that. Can you read that really quickly? 104 years. <laughs> yeah, 104 years, 70 more years than you thought. And just so you know, Joyce, when I wrote the program, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. I guess 15 years. So you guessed way better than I did. Mm -hmm. And this is, if you think, and this is what happens. We had a doctor come to one of our live events years back. He said, Kevin, I'm freaking out. I got $10,000 with the credit card bills. I can't seem to pay it off. I don't know what I'm going to do. He goes, I've been doing everything they've been asking me to do, making those minimum payments every month for three years. I can't get ahead. Well, this is where that anxiety is building up in all your employees because they think they're doing everything right. And the problem is they're hiding this from us. Have you ever seen a cigarette package that says death, murder? You know it's bad for you, right? This is like, hey, you owe us. They're like screaming, you owe us $11,000, by the way. And then they, it's not on the first page, second page. It's on the last page in small writing at the bottom. Like, but if you only make minimum payments, you know, like they whisper it to you. 
that warning sign should be at the very top saying this will take you 100 years to pay off. But why would they want you to know that? And if you don't think that's because the minimum payment is so attractive and it's right up front, you see it right away. Make your minimum payment, it's $10, it's $12, it's $20, right? And that's what people see. So they pay that thinking, okay, I'm doing everything right, I'm making my payment on time. But very few people, as you say, go to the back and read the small print that tells them, hey, you're going to be paying that for 104 years. And, and Kevin, I think this is just great information. Now, folks, if you do nothing else, that's one thing you can do is go and read the fine print. Go and see how long it's going to take you to pay off your credit card balance. And <laughs> well, Joyce, Joyce, to tie it back to, to the point is that if you don't think this is affecting, we work with police officers. So we work with the association's wellness programs, right? And HR. And they've added this all and they're like, oh my gosh. They're like, absolutely. We know this affects our, the, the affects workplace performance of mm -hmm. our police officers. They, they, they're, they, they, they have literally surrendered to that. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and so by giving them the education at the very least, they understand why they're in debt and the process, and then they can kind of start building their way out of it. So that's why absolutely. it's critical. Yeah. Absolutely. This is so important and uh, powerful information that people can actually do something with. So, Kevin, thanks again for uh, making the show today. And folks, we're looking forward to speaking with Kevin and being in the room with Kevin at, um, <clears throat> at the Global Workplace Wellness Summit later this month. Plan on being there. There's going to be nothing like being in the room rubbing shoulders with those who are like-minded, people who are looking for information to not be ignorant about the things that are detracting from our well-being and our quality of lives. You need to be at the Global Workplace Wellness Summit. We will see you there. Thank you, great. Kevin. Thanks so much, Joyce. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.